dead thing. We're live. Okay. Hi and welcome to We Love Dead Things. I'm Candy. I'm Laura. And today we're talking about Icelandic folklore. Which I've decided to call Yuletide Terror. Yeah. That's perfect. I think it would be fun. That's a good title. That's going to be our title. See, you're on the ball this week and I'm, I'm like, I don't even have my notes. Well, I've had two weeks to prepare. <laughs> yeah. Or I had two weeks of death. Well, it would either, well, I had two weeks of actual death, which is exactly why I had two weeks to prepare, because... Sorry about last week, you guys. I wound up having bronchitis and coughing up blood. It was amazing. I even did the thumbs up sign there for you guys. So that's why we didn't have an episode last Friday. My grandma on my truck died, so I just didn't want to deal with life. Laura was all ready for the episode. <laughs> Laura needed to entertain herself somehow. And Candy was just like, I'm going to sleep all day and it look like I'm deaf when Laura comes over. Yeah. <laughs> you really did. You looked bad. Yeah. I felt like bad. Yeah. There was no... I couldn't even talk. I hate being sick like that. Yeah. Okay. So today we're talking about Icelandic folklore. Or Yuletide Terror is what Laura decided to name this, which is a great name. I think it's so perfect for this time of year. It is. So we're talking about Grilla. Grilla. And her sons. The Yolas Vinar. Or the Yolas. And so yeah, we're just going to get started into that. Laura has most of the stuff. I have Wikipedia. Because I forgot my notes and because I got sidetracked by hot guys. See, that's why you need <laughs> to just... Do you have your stuff on Google Documents? No, I should. But I do. Shh. I don't know what's going on. My Microsoft Word is trying to open, which makes no sense because I don't use Microsoft Word. Mine does that all the time. It tries to open up Word when I'm in WordPad. I yeah. Because I'm, I'm on Google Documents, so maybe I accidentally clicked it trying to click Google Chrome. I don't remember doing that, though. So awesome. You guys get to hear my computer be a jerk. <laughs> Fun times. So would you like to start with Grilla? Okay, so Grilla is a giant hess that lives in the mountains of Iceland who basically eats bad children. I mean, that's pretty much her story. That really she needs bad children. Um, she was first started or like directly linked to Christmas in the 17th century. 16th hundreds for people who don't know centuries. Yeah. You'd be surprised. But the earliest mentions that people have of her is like the 1100s or even further back than that Wikipedia awesome <laughs> and um she had three husbands her children were with the last husband um the first two husbands she apparently got bored and like killed which is basically how I deal with any man in my life and also I'm really sad by the fact that this giantess troll lady that's not very pretty can get three husbands and I can't even get a boyfriend. 
So, moral of the story is... Candy really needs a boyfriend. <laughs> you need to eat babies. <laughs> Just not mine. No, I couldn't... I like children too much. <laughs> Plus, so I don't... does Grilla. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I don't feel like I could eat children. I don't know. That's a lot to eat. Okay, so what you do is... <laughs> You portion out the meat and you freeze what you're not using. Okay, so a small child may or may not fit in my freezer. I've got a deep freeze. I'll just label can't use baby meat. <laughs> and then we're set. Until your child gets old enough to look in there. And then I'll just label it Candy's ground meat. <laughs> that way she doesn't know that it's baby meat. Although... Her dad and I have been telling her for the last, like, two years that baby meat is the most tender and delicious, and one of these <laughs> days, she's going to turn into dinner, which is probably really inappropriate to tell your kid. <laughs> but I like the story of Grilla. I um, listened to several YouTube videos, watched several YouTube videos discussing her while my daughter and my niece were here. And, they're, you know, they're sitting on the floor playing with their toys. So, I'm like, this is the perfect time to do folklore research. Yeah. When I've got two impressionable children in front of me. Of course. Well, it's Christmas time. This, and they need to hear the story. They need to understand what's going to happen if they misbehave. Yes. They paid no attention. Of course. I had YouTube on. Yeah. They're four and six. They should have been all over me. But I wasn't watching toy unboxings or JoJo Siwa's, so they're not interested in anything I'm doing. Of course. It's grown-up stuff, not kid stuff. They don't care. But it was a fun, interesting time. I've also decided that Grilla moderately reminds me of the Grinch. Yes! That's what like, I took out she, of it, too. She lives in her cage, with her in her cave, with her pet... And she just doesn't want to be around people or kids. I feel that in my soul. I don't want to be around people or kids either. My own kid I'm okay with, obviously. She technically lives with me, but she tries to abandon me every week. But I keep my kid. But other people's kids can stay far, far away. I love kids. I don't. Not as food. Please don't call the police on me. <laughs> I actually love kids. I just love them when they're with their parents. Yeah. And I mean, if they're over here or around me, the kids don't actually bother me. It's like at the store. I don't love kids. <laughs> when kids are being crying or screaming and you have to deal with it. <laughs> Hey, even then, one time I accidentally dealt with someone else's kid thinking it was mine. <laughs> because we're in the freaking frozen food section at Walmart, and my daughter had spent the last two hours screaming, literally screaming at the top of her lungs for no reason other than the fact that she thought she could. So she just screamed one too many times, and I whirled myself around, and I was like, you need to stop screaming. She just looks up at me with those big, beautiful eyes. I'm not screaming. <laughs> and the lady who is standing five feet away from us is dying laughing, bent over her cart, because it was her kid who was <laughs> screaming. <laughs> and I silenced her kid because 
I am incredibly loud, and my voice carries, and half the store probably heard me. <laughs> so, there's okay. a lot of fun stuff. So, Grilla and her third husband, I know I said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it now, it is stuck in my brain that way now. And her third husband had 13 sons, who are called, they're the Yule Lads. You can pronounce, I found the pronunciation is Yolas Vinar, which when you see the thing, it looks like Vien, but to me, it might actually be Vien, Yolas Vienar. Yeah. But it's double E, so it could very easily be Ian or Ian, but I assume it's Yolas Vienar. If anybody who listens to us is from Iceland, please correct us. Tell us how to say this. There's going to be a lot of corrections. Yeah, we don't know how to talk. <laughs> I went to school in Southern Arizona. And there's 13 sons. I have all the English names. I have all the names. <laughs> you have fun with that. <laughs> I'm not going through 13 names in a language that looks like letters, but is actual words. Yeah. I love the way things are spelled in Iceland. Okay, so Wikipedia describes them as being mysterious pranksters, but who have, in modern times, also depicted as taking more benevolent roles, like Santa... Where they leave gifts when they leave when they leave their cave. In the mid twentieth century, they were actually portrayed as miniature Santa Clauses. And like if they came to your house, they would do their little tricks. But because children leave a shoe out on the window ledge for them, they'll leave you candies. Or potatoes if you're a bad children. Yes, rotting potatoes. Yes, rotten potatoes. Which is way better than the original tales because I read um, Iceland something, Iceland.is forward slash celebrating dash Christmas dash with dash 13 dash trolls um, that they would peep on the families while they were pulling their pranks and let their mother know which children were particularly bad so that she can come and kidnap the kids and turn them into stew. Would that be door peeper? <laughs> window peeper. Window peeper. It was yes. window peeper. <laughs> There's a video on it. Because do- the door one is door slammer. Door slammer. No, My it was favorite. window peeper. And probably would be my dad's favorite. That would be my kid, door slammer. <laughs> I would true. probably be my favorite is spoon liquor. <laughs> we should probably actually talk about their names later. <laughs> yes. There's actually some pretty interesting lore on them though. There's a lot more lore affiliated with the Yule lads than there are their mother. Because they're more celebrated, they're more common known even to this day. When Iceland began trade with Denmark, 
they were opened up to a whole new world of viewing the holiday season. And all over the place, they would see European depictions of Saint Nick, Father Christmas, Santa Claus, whatever you may call him. And they would take, the traders would bring back this information to their families and then that would spread to their kids and they would take it to school and they would tell their friends who would tell their families. So they began to actually spread more Santa-esque versions of the Yule Lads, which is where the whole candy thing came from. They weren't going to bring you rotten potatoes and I wanted to say tomatoes. I know, right? Rotten tomatoes. It just sounds right. But they're not movie reviewers, so... Yeah, which is probably good. They... Some of the lore... Most of it basically goes into that. I want to say it was in the 70s, 60s. The 60s or 70s, older families, especially people with considerably older relatives began kind of hyping up, bringing back the original tales of the Yule Lads where they're more little troll dudes and they didn't want it to be so overpopulated with, how do I word this? Materialistic things, which I am all about downhyping. Like, I try teaching my kid what the holidays are about. Yeah. Giving, being with your family, being happy for what you've received, no matter what it is. Or figuring out how drunk you need to be to deal with your family. Yes, which I spend my holidays with my mom's side of the family, so I don't need to be very drunk to enjoy them. I actually enjoy my family. I love my family. I just like to make jokes about being drunk. I'd love to be I'd love to be drunk with my family. My cousins are the best. I can be drunk at home playing video games. I like to do that too. I get drunk and I watch YouTube videos of people who go grocery shopping. <laughs> mom life. <laughs> Hashtag mom life. Grocery shopping. I'm serious. It's not really a thing. Yes, it is totally a thing. They go to the grocery store, they go to Trader Joe's. And they vlog themselves <laughs> in Trader Joe's, looking always at junk food. Never good stuff, stuff that's good for you. It's junk food. And then the vlog ends at the grocery store. And then you're magically in their kitchen. And they're telling you everything they bought at Trader Joe's and Walmart and Costco and Target. And I literally, I was watching a Bath and Body Works unboxing video when you got here. It had barely started. <laughs> That is what I do in my spare time. That's not all moms. I also watch video game videos. I watch people play video games. So Brad, Brad's my favorite. (laughs) Him and his dog Chubbs. I don't actually know the names of any of those videos. Or the people. Yeah, I just like to watch the Rad Brad because that's how I can watch the scary video games. Because he screams <laughs> and it's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Or 11 Drunk Guys play. Oh, that sounds epic. Yeah, we'll have to watch the Slender Man one. I love, I'm convinced my boyfriend needs to dress up like Slender Man. He's not tall enough. 
I'm five feet tall. If I sit on the floor, I'm two feet tall. If I take a picture of him at an <laughs> angle from far away, he will look nine feet tall. True. It will work. He's got the right proportions. He's got really long legs and really long arms, and his head is shaped funny, and he is the skinniest human on the planet. I can make this work. Are we ready to go to their names now? Now that we're done talking about shopping YouTube videos. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I did want to finish up one little thing about the whole Yule Lads. By the 80s, they had got rid of the whole miniature Santa Claus phase, which also took away a lot of issues with kids. Where, why did the Yule Lads bring him something and not me? Which... I grew up really poor. I know exactly how that feels. But Santa Claus, not Yule Lads, because we're American. Yeah. And I'm totally teaching my kid about the Yule Lads. Maybe she'll listen this time that her cousin isn't here. So now we can go into their names, which they arrive the 12 days leading up to Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Christmas. It's still Halloween in my heart, you guys. <laughs> it is always Halloween in my heart. I have black Christmas tree. I still have Halloween decorations up in my hallway because I forgot to take them down and now they're stuck there forever. Yeah. They won't come off the wall. <laughs> I tried. So this is Iceland's version of the 12 days of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> but even better. Well, the 12 days of Christmas song actually is the 12 days after Christmas. Oh, is it? Yeah. Starting on December 26th until January... Ninth. Well, that's after Christmas. That should be the twelve days of the new year. I know, right? But that's what it is. Don't ask me. I don't understand. All I know is that the twelve days of Christmas are the days after. So on December twelfth, the first one comes, and his name is Steck. 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 Jar Star or the Sheep Coat Claude. <laughs> Sheep Coat Claude. His description on Wikipedia is the best because it harasses sheep but is impaired by his stiff peg legs. I think we have the same definitions. You just wrote <laughs> down their proper names and I, I couldn't be bothered to try. I just copied everything off of Wikipedia and added in my own things and then forgot my notes. When it came to their names, I literally copy and pasted directly from Wikipedia. <laughs> what does it mean to harass sheep, though? Exactly what you think it means. Well, okay. Okay, okay. if you're not perverted, it's what you think it means. They would just bother the sheep. Okay, because I had a friend who raised sheep. And by friend, I mean it was that kid that you make fun of because your best friend's dating them, so obviously they're the worst person ever, right? So we used to joke that he did stuff with his sheep, so... You know, I said That's the same, where my brain first I said went. the same thing about my best friend's boyfriend in high school, except for he owned a farm with cows. Yeah. My best friend's boyfriend owned sheep. Yeah, I would probably make really inappropriate comments about him and sheep, too. Yeah. I feel like it's necessary. It is necessary. Nobody's good enough for your best friend. No. Except for my best friend's current husband. Shout out to Thumper and Dominic if y'all listen, and I know you don't, but my best friend's husband is super awesome, and I think he thinks I hate him. No. I don't. 
Shout out. You're <laughs> awesome. I He's don't even awesome. know who you are. He's the coolest human ever, honestly. He's a geek who likes to game, and he has the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack on... Um, CD? Vinyl? Vinyl. <laughs> that was a little too big for a CD. Yeah, that was too big for a vinyl. Every time I come over, he plays the record because he knows I like the soundtrack. I like it too. The first one, not the second one. Yeah. Not that the second one didn't have good songs. I'm just more 60s and 70s versus late 70s, 80s. Yeah. If I'm going to listen to music from that era, it's going to be like hard rock, punk, a lot of Queen. Okay, so the second one arrives on December 13th, obviously, because they come each day after another. And his name is Gil Jagar. Gully Gok. And he hides in gullies waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. He's my daughter. To be honest, I would probably do the same thing. If I lived in the mountainside, I would just wait in gullies so I could sneak around and steal steal milk. Milk is great. I love milk. I love fresh milk. Yes, fresh milk. We should run away and own a farm together. Oh my god, please. Then people can make inappropriate jokes about us with the cows. I know how to milk a cow. I don't, but I could. It's really easy, and I'm not going to describe it because it sounds super perverted. You go from the top and go to the yeah. bottom. Squeeze. Squeeze <laughs> and pull. Squeeze <laughs> and pull. Yep. It's... The big thing is aim... Which, if you're a guy, you understand that all too well. The big thing is to aim. Unless you have a giant tub, then aiming isn't as important. Unless you're, like, angling it straight. And Trying to write your name on the wall. Right. <laughs> I breastfed my kids, so I can have... <laughs> I have tons of jokes when it comes to squirting milk, okay? And I've got lots of stories that I probably should not share with the entire world. <laughs> okay, so on, on the 14th of December, Stufer Stubby. Yep. Comes <laughs> out and he is abnormally short and steals pans to eat the crusts left on them. I feel like Stubby is like my personality. Stubby is the description <laughs> of me. If I was a Yule lad, I would be stealing pans to eat the crusts out of them too. <laughs> Well, actually, Stubby isn't the description. I mean, I have long legs for being super short. My legs are okay. I can sit as far back as my boyfriend, who is eight inches taller than me. Yeah. In the car. Like, if he moves the seat back, he doesn't move it back very far. So he just usually doesn't bother moving the seat back. So I just don't have a torso. I literally don't. My torso is less than a little bit over a foot long. My torso's the size of a small bag at Harkins. I noticed that when I was at the theater yesterday. Really? My torso is the same length as a newborn child. My <laughs> That's because do- your newborn child was the size of your torso. My newborn child was longer than my torso. <laughs> Number four. So on the 15th of December, brings out... Laura! 
<laughs> Povo, yeah, Povor Silker. <laughs> okay, his name is Spoon Licker. His name is the most literal name you can imagine. Spoon Licker. He steals a certain type of wooden spoon that has a long handle to lick and is extremely thin due to nutri- malnutrition. So maybe it's actually my boyfriend, because he looks incredibly malnourished. <laughs> You're stubbing in your boyfriend's spoon liquor? Yes. We're secretly Yule lads. Honestly, though, this sounds like a, new, a um, holiday for homeless people. It is. <laughs> well, that's terrible to say, but it does, because they're like, they steal milk and play with sheep. And steal people's long-handled spoons to lick. To <laughs> lick. And it just gets, it gets so much better than ever. It Do none of these nice. people clean their house at night? No. That's disturbing. I don't clean my house at night. Would you leave a spoon out? I do that all the time. There's a spoon on my <laughs> counter right now. I do it too, honestly. But, like, most people, like, usually, like, clean up after they cook or stuff like that. Well, I that. mean, I take the pots and pans off the stove. Yeah. If it's a certain time close to my bedtime, I'm probably going to just, like, fill them up with soap and water and wash them in the morning. But you fill them up with soap and water. Yes. So they can soak. Yes. That's my excuse for not doing things, too. But I make stuff with a lot of sauces. Sometimes you got to let it soak. Not for eight hours. Iceland just leaves their stuff out overnight. I guess. They're just like... Well, I'll let the Yule lads take care well, of this I mean, for me. In the 15th century, what could they do? True. They could leave water on the stove overnight in the middle of December. It's on, not even on a stove. Just leave water out. It's going to be a rock in the morning. That's true. There's not a lot you can do for that. Yeah. Okay, so on the 16th of December, Potskafil... Pot scraper. That sounds very similar. Comes out. Yeah, it does sound similar. That one does. He obviously steals leftovers from pots. These guys are just really hungry. They are. I'm guessing they don't like children's soup. Or their mom doesn't let them eat it. Yeah, that is her favorite. Maybe she doesn't want them to be cannibals. Maybe. That is her favorite food, too. I let my kid eat my favorite foods. Yeah, but you're also not a giant troll. You don't know that. Who <laughs> lives in the mountainside and eats kids. <laughs> I would know, know if you were a giant troll. Are you sure? Yes. You don't live in my apartment. You don't know what I do at night. So you just like unzip like a zipper in the back of your head like a uh, Power Slithine. Rangers monster? <laughs> no, I'm more like a Slitheen from Doctor Who where it starts at the top of my forehead and just... Now you light just... comes out. <laughs> Out and then suddenly you're six feet taller. Yes, that's why I'm so short and round. Because <laughs> all of that needs to fit into a decent sized costume. Yeah. Then on the 17th of December, Aska Slakir. That's awkward. His name is Bullicker. Comes out. He hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their. A skewer, which is a type of bowl with a lid used instead of dishes, which he then steals. So he jacks their Tupperware, basically. <laughs> yes. 
He just steals their Tupperware. He steals their Tupperware. He's my friend, Brittany. <laughs> I used to bring her leftovers when we worked together, and, like, I would never see my Tupperware again. She's the reason why I save the lunch meat containers and butter bowls. That <laughs> he way. Just steals your Tupperware. Yes. He doesn't even, there's like no food in there. There's no mention of food in that one. He's like, here's my collection of bowls with lids. They keep me warm at night. He started the original Tupperware party. <laughs> he, he originally sold the original Tupperware. That's why they all, quite a few of them have to do with utensils. That's why it started his, uh. His pyramid scheme yes. of stealing his Tupperware back after he sold it. And Tupperware may be the best MLM company ever, though. True. Honestly. My mom still has some of that super old school yellow long Tupperware. Like It's like yay high and it's a circle. And people would store like flour in it. Oh, yeah. My mom still has one. <laughs> that was from like the 70s yeah literally that was probably her mom's my mom was a teenager in the 70s <laughs> so then on the 18th of december her a skill er candy's dad <laughs> door slammer <laughs> not he's not really my dad my dad would just appreciate him as much as i do <laughs> He likes to slam doors, especially at night, waking people up, which is why he's my favorite. I can just, because I saw that video, remember I was watching the videos on mm. these guys, and the one with, with door slammer in it just has a picture of like, this dude's like in his bed and door slammer's at the door staring at him, opening and closing the door really fast, <laughs> And I was just laughing. That's why he's my favorite. I just imagined him being like a little shit. That's and, actually something I would do. And then his mom would be like, stop slamming doors. And he's like, well, you named me doors. <laughs> and slams the door because I would do that to my dad. Yeah, that's something I would do too. <laughs> that's just like every kid. He's the well-adjusted middle child who's not so well-adjusted. <laughs> He's the middle child that tries to get attention by slamming the doors. Yes, well, and he is quite literally the middle child. True, he is. We have reached the middle of the list. And then on the 19th of December, Skiergammer. Skiergobbler. Yep, is. Oh, he's the Yule lad with a great affinity for Skier, which is apparently cheese that is. More of a yogurt. More of a yogurt, but it's considered a cheese. Like ricotta? I guess so. I don't know. I kind of want to try it because I love cheese and yogurt. I know, right? So I feel like skier would be like the best option for me to try. Quite possibly. If anybody knows how to get a hold of it and they live in Arizona, please let us know. We would like to try skier. He's also the only one that doesn't harass sheep or steal things from people apparently so what does that mean though that he has an affinity for skier i never looked it up and i'm like can he make it i think he just likes to eat it oh that's me i like to <laughs> eat cheese you too <laughs> they can name me cheese eater yes. i would be fine with that 
Not gobbler, because then I would feel like a turkey. I have a turkey nap. I was already bored on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any more connection to I turkeys. feel like that's the best way, though. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I'm already connected to turkeys on an intimate birthing <laughs> Yes, and you're from the Midwest, <laughs> where there's lots of turkeys. Yes, there's lots of turkeys. I'm from Texas. In Arizona, we have cows and coyotes <laughs> everywhere. I know, and coyotes are not tall. I grew up watching Coyote and Roadrunner. Oh my god! So you assume that coyotes are huge? <laughs> the Roadrunners are blue. <laughs> they most definitely aren't. But to this day, every time I see a Roadrunner, me me, I have to. <laughs> I have to too. Just like Popeye Sailor Man Toot Toot. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's just a thing. You have to. It's necessary. They're short, fat birds. Mm-hmm. They're not even skinny. They're fat, little chubby birds. They're really cute. They're really cute. And gray. Mm-hmm. So, actually, Roadrunner, the cartoon, looks more like a quail. Yeah, he does. He looks like a quail. Sorry for the ASMR if it's picking up, you guys. I have dry skin and I itch. <laughs> I'm scratching myself all night. I feel like a freaking puppy. So on the 20th of December comes the one that I'm never going to be able to pronounce. But Jung... Neck. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> they call him Sausage Swiper. He hides in the rafters and snatches sausages that are being smoked. I changed my mind. This is my yule. This actually is me as a child. I used to hang out by the grill and my dad would grill. My dad is like a master griller. He can like throw a crap ton of seasonings into a bowl, whisk it up with a fork, and like just smother it on meat and like really rub it in and then let it sit for a few minutes, let it soak up into the meat. And then he grills to perfection. So I would like hide out by the grill with a freaking plate. And if a particularly good looking piece of chicken or steak came off the stove, I would burn my fingers to take it off his plate and run away with it. Yeah. No, I used to do the same thing. <laughs> like, I was if... a fat kid. I'm still a fat kid. I'm a fat <laughs> kid. I like food. Sausage swiper. But he was like elaborate about it. Not like... Hanging out in the shadows. Like, he, like, <laughs> comes vulsing down, like, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. <laughs> that is exactly like, how I imagine him. It's, like, dun, coming dun, down, dun, like, dun. <laughs> coming towards your grill, trying to take your sausages. When you're not paying attention, <laughs> he slowly lifts the lid to the smoker. He's, like, looking around. He's all posed, ready to go. Watcha! And he looks like Swiper from Dory Lights 4. <laughs> so if you catch him, you can be Swiper. No swiping. You're welcome for that one. <laughs> because I had to. His oh, name is Swiper. This is the best story ever. Okay, so on the 21st of December comes Gluga Geiger. Window peeper, who was the one that would tell his mother about the children who are particularly awful. Yep, he's a snoop who looks through windows in the search of things to steal. So, all of these brothers are basically thieves. 
Like, that's how they pretty much do their Christmas shopping is by looking through your windows or harassing your sheep. I think I'd rather them harass my sheep than look through my windows. I know. I have that thing, like the girls on that one podcast that I can't remember the name of right now because it's too late and I'm not looking at it, but they have to have the windows closed at night. Facebook girls? Yes. I love them. I have to have my windows closed at night too. Same. Yeah. I can't. You can't see if anybody's looking in. No. It's not lit outside. Exactly. We live so, in the middle of the desert. It's dark. Especially the side that we're on. There's no lights over here. Yeah. We live in an apartment complex. There's no lights outside. I live across from a train. Next to a farm. Yes. Next to a farm. And a fertilizer plant. <laughs> yes. Fertilizer is on the other side of the street. Yep. Oh, other side of the tracks, technically. Yep. Other side of the tracks. So, window peeper would not be peeping in my windows. Mm. He wouldn't want to peep inside my windows. Yeah, right There's nothing worth seeing here. He wouldn't want to see inside mine either. My apartment is not usually this tidy. Plus, I sleep naked and I only have one room, so nobody else wants to see that. (laughs) I just typically look like a troll. So I figure trolls don't want to peep on other trolls. I don't know. He might. Maybe. He needs something to do other than the day that he's out peeping. Well, that's not fun. <laughs> and his mom named him Window Peeper for a reason. No, he needs to do it. So on the 22nd of December, out pops Gatapafur. Doorway Sniffer. He has an abnormally large nose and acute and and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate laffa bread, which is a flatbread that they make at Christmas time. It's also called snowflake bread. Yes, because they do cute designs on it. I was looking mm. at the images of it and I was like, "Damn, these people are a lot better at cooking than I am." Yes. Everybody's a better cook than I am. But it's still fun. I want to try it. It looks good. I love bread. I love bread, too. We should try making some. We should. And see if Doorway Sniffer comes to visit us. So I can kidnap him? Yes. And keep him. I bet he's the ugly one of the brothers. That's okay. I imagine the sheep god is the best looking one. With his pig legs. No, I feel like window peeper might be pretty cute. <laughs> Typically, peeping toms aren't ever actually creepy looking. Which is why they're so freaky. Yeah. That's a whole other story on its own. We can talk about peeping toms later. Yeah. So then on the 23rd of December comes Ket Croker. Or Meat Hook. Who uses a hook to steal meat. I want to know if he has, a like, hook a hook hand, or if he has, like, a hook that he just, like, holds and just swipes your meat. So, I have this really horrible image of him in my head where he looks like Grumpy from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, but he has a shepherd's crook, much like um, Little Bo Peep, but instead of just a regular cane design... It's actually a meat hook. 
Okay. And he probably also stalks your cars at night and then kills your boyfriend and dangles him above the car so that when you come out of the car, you see him and scream and then run. But he's got to be just barely far enough off the car that his toes are sticking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The roof. That's his side job. Yes. Is in your horror movies. And then when you drive away and you get home, you find his hook in your door. Yep. And that's when he finds you to kill you by yeah. hunting down his hook. Yeah, because he magically knows where his hook is. Yeah. It's like a super sense of like... It's if, a preternatural bojack. Yeah. I can't even find my glasses when they're two feet away from me. I kind of wish I had that ability. I lose my phone when I'm talking on it. I've done that. I do it a lot. I was talking to my best friend Julie on the phone at, while I was going to college, and I'd pull up in the parking lot, and then she hears me, like, wrestling around, and she's like, what are you looking for? And I'm like, I'm looking for my cell phone. And she's like, hmm, I wonder how you're talking to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, on my cell phone. Yep. <laughs> That's because we grew up in the era of landlines, and when landlines meet cell phones, like when we were kids, our parents had landlines, but our parents also had cell phones. Yeah. So, like, my mom would be on the phone with my Thea, but she'd be, like, tearing apart the house because she lost her cell phone, and, like, it would be in the room with me taking selfies. (laughs) Yep. I remember having a little flip phone. I had, um... Yes, I totally did the motion for the slider phone, oh my but God. that's how the I opened. Uh, that's how I opened my flip phone, though. You hold it and you <laughs> the one side, and then you turn it over and you try to like press the OK button to take the photo. <laughs> my mom had a phone in ooh, it had to have been like two thousand five, I guess. That when you turn on the, you open up your flip phone and you can turn on the camera function. And then you can close your flip phone because there was a little tiny one by one inch screen on the front of the phone so that you can hold it up and take the selfie. Was that the Samson? I don't know. Because I got volume control. It had the clock on the little thing when it wasn't the selfie thing. Yeah, I got that. Okay. After I dropped my other phone in the water. (laughs) okay so the last brother comes on the 24th so the day before christmas and his name is kurtas snicker he's also known as candle stealer he follows children in order to steal their candles which were once made out of tallow and were edible so it's another food thing yeah tallow is meat fat yeah beef fat which is my favorite, so I would probably steal those candles too. Maybe. Maybe it's multi-purpose. I wonder if those, those probably smelled delicious too while they were burning. It smelled like burritos. <laughs> That's the smell that came into my nose was like ground beef and cheese burritos. Yeah. But I really want a beef and cheese burrito now. <laughs> I'm hungry, okay? And sausage, sausage Swiper is my spirit animal. <laughs> Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> I just have an image of Swiper in the roof, like how they did with those Mission Impossible get. style. <laughs> or coming down like uh, 
Laura Croft Tomb Raider when she's coming down the, uh, when she's doing the ribbons. Oh my god, yes! And she's, like, rolling Slide down the, the river. Yes, and like it's, like, wrapped around her yes. body and just, like, unraveling as yes. she goes. Yeah, that's way more impressive than, like, Tom Cruise style, because, mostly because Angelina Jolie is hotter than Tom Cruise. But also because, like, that's super cool. That is cooler. Like, the image of that is just way cooler. And then you add Swiper, a cartoon character, oh and you're gosh. like, okay. Yes. And you just hear Dora in the background. <laughs> Swiper, no Swiper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how you would get rid of these guys. You don't. Yeah. You just behave. Yeah, basically your kids have to behave, otherwise your food's going to yes. get stolen. So, have your children listen to us. I have done very little cussing tonight. So, just have your kids listen. We can have a jolly old time. Tell them, listen to their Tia Laura. Behave. Because if they're not going to behave, then the Yule lads are going to come and they're going to put rotten potatoes in their shoes and then they're going to tell their mom, Grilla, that they were bad kids and she's going to come down from the mountain, fee-fi-fo-fum style, and turn them into baby stew. Baby stew is like super tender meat. It's the best stew on the planet. Yeah, apparently not if all of these dudes are stealing everybody else's food. That's because their mom is a selfish biatch. Also, I have a fun little blurb in my notes that I just, I need to get it out of my head because I rewatched The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the other day. And the story of Grilla moderately reminds me of the old Sabrina the Teenage Witch show when they get a hold of some magic beans and they manage to grow a giant beanstalk. And Harvey, like an idiot, goes up the beanstalk to find the giant. And, like, the giant is actually this really pretty lady, but she, likes she's fattening him up because she's going to turn him into a stew. And I don't remember that episode. I don't remember him. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. Sabrina and Salem come to save him. And then, like, they call the beanstalk cutter, who, like, is super official looking with his buffalo check plaid shirt and his muscles and his giant axe. And when he gets ready to chop it down, instead of actually, like, chopping it down, he just yells timber, and it goes away. (laughs) So, that actually has nothing to do with this, but the whole giant living in a cave, and somehow that made me think of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and I actually added it to my notes because of all of that, from watching one show and thinking about another show. (laughs) <laughs> and of course in folklore style style this does not end with just the mother the and the third son. husband and the sons there is also a pet that Laura mentioned earlier the Yule cat which also goes by Yola Keturin Keturin yeah. I can't off. roll my R's do Icelandic people roll their R's? According to the definition I heard, they did. I don't feel like they would. That's how I had heard it. Because I don't it's two R's. Like, well, because 
I just feel like, I don't know. You don't hear, like, Norse people, like, rolling their R's. Slavic people would. Hmm. I just, because it has a lot, like, if you look at, like, the Norse, like, words and stuff like that, a lot of it's kind of the same and similar. So I would assume they would pronounce things the same way. I don't know. I heard something on a video somewhere where they pronounced it Yolaketurin, which dude rolled his R's. Maybe he wasn't Icelandic. I don't know, but that's how he pronounced it. But the Yule Cat is actually the entire inspiration for this episode. Yes, because I was actually looking up 10 creatures, Christmas creatures that are quite terrifying and I saw the Yule Cat and then fell in love because I love cats so much. (laughs) I was like, we have to do an episode on the Yule Cat. So then we looked up the Yule Cat and there's actually not a lot about the Yule Cat. So basically the story of the Yule Cat was created by farmers who wanted their um, people, like their workers, to pick the last of the cotton before uh, Christmas time. And so the story of the Yule Cat is if you're not wearing new clothes at Christmas time, you're going to get eaten by a cat. That's literally the story. And so, like, it was, like, a push to get people to finish picking the cotton and stuff like that. And then if you finished, your boss, your farmer, boss, whatever, would give you new clothes for Christmas and protect you from the old cat. So, the story I found on the old cat actually is another target of children. Um, and it's very similar to what you said anyway, where it's still going to go along the premise of clothing, but instead it's so that the farmers, they can afford to provide for their families so that their children on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, will on Christmas Eve will receive new clothing that they can wear on Christmas Day because on Christmas Day at supper time, the Yule Cat is stalking the villages and it's looking for people who have not received new clothing and anybody who has not any children who have not received new clothes from their parents will be ate by the yule cat so it's more of a kids wear your new clothes that your mom bought you but also mom work your butt off so that you can afford to buy your kids new clothes and there is an amazing video on youtube I saw the video where it's like the kid is going out on Christmas Day and he didn't take his new scarf. So the mom is following him and she kept, she finds him with the cat. And it was like very dramatic, like whoosh. Because she like flings the scarf at him and it wraps around him just in time for the cat not to eat him. But the cat scratched his face. Yes. Yeah. The cat walks, he walks away with a mark. To symbolize that the cat is real. And it's very dramatic. And I love that video. It's a cute video. It was amazing. Mine wasn't really like about kids. No. I mean the kids were involved. If the kids didn't have new clothes they would get eaten too. Yeah. But it could be adults. So I feel like this is good all around. Like work hard. 
And black. It's a black cat, of Which course. Is awesome. I feel like just, you know, work hard, provide for your family. Don't get eaten by cats. My kid's gonna get ate by a cat this year. <laughs> she will be so excited for the Yule cat to come. Because she's going to try to put a collar on it and keep it. Of course. She likes cats. <laughs> she may quite possibly be your kid. She might be. I'm she's, not a cat person. She's so cute. She could be my kid. <laughs> if you know I ever gave birth to a kid. <laughs> well, you can take mine and I will try and reach through the TV and take the little boy from The Haunting of Hill House. I don't think his parents would appreciate that. Maybe not. But he'll fit in with my family super well. Because, like, he's tall and blonde. And my kid is tall and blonde. And my boyfriend is tall and blonde. And he wears glasses. And I wear glasses. And he's super cute. And my kid is super cute. They could pass for siblings. He's also older than your kid. Not by much. That little boy is like seven. Yeah. I could have a seven-year-old. And still be my age. And at a reasonable age to have a seven-year-old. Yeah. Most people my age have considerably older kids. No judgment. I guess I forget that because I'm also that age and do not have children. I know people (laughs) who are younger than us who have kids considerably older than what would be... Strewed as age, air quotes, age appropriate. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for listening, you guys. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us laugh and make fun of this. Oh my gosh. Absolutely loved this. I am going to have a ball editing this, by the way. This is going to be the best. (laughs) We will probably do some more Yuletide Terror. Yeah, this is part one of a probably three-part series leading up to Christmas. Yeah. So you can expect a couple more folklore stories to come out. Might not be as hilarious. Also, a fun little guest host at the end. We're going to have some fun there. At least try. Yeah. We'll see how well that works out. Yep, so you might hear a guest on our podcast and my elbow just popped really loud. That was really loud. (laughs) That was my elbow because I was trying to gesture and be silly. Gotta be super extra, man. So yeah, thanks for listening. Sorry there was no episode last week. This episode isn't even long enough to make up for it. But there's lots of laughs. But we're signing off. Thank you so much. We appreciate your patience. And you guys have a good night. Bye. Bye. Hi, and thank you for listening to We Love Dead Things. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at We Love Dead Things, Facebook at We Love Dead Things, Twitter at We Love Dead Thing because we can't have an S, and um, I mean, if you want to email us, you can email us WeLoveDeadThings at gmail.com. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, share with your friends. Please share with your friends. Um, And yeah, thanks. Have a good evening or morning or whatever. Bye.